And hello, everybody. Welcome to SEN Afterlife. I am Jay Wade, and holy shit, fuck Batman, have we got one today? <laughs> That's right, guys. We are now on episode number 11 of this SEN Live After Show. And uh, I'm flying solo this week. Uh, we had some good stuff planned this week, but as happens, uh, life happened. Uh, but we will have people back next week. Kalen will be back next week. Hopefully, we will have Josh back next week. Um, also looking to have Caleb on next week, uh, Caleb Coho, that is, from Multiplex, um, and Josh that I mentioned would be Josh Rayner, our very own uh, founder and creator and runner of Merc With A Movie Blog, who allows us to do all of these things. Um, so we'll have people back next week. So this week's going to be a little bit different. Um the most of the stuff that uh that that we had in the notes to talk about to be honest it take more than two people to talk about um especially this schmodown talk which i'm going to go over the notes that i personally made for schmodown uh but as far as in depth discussion i'm going to leave that for next week for when Kalen at the very least is here uh and we will definitely get into some uh some awards and for sure the draft uh, next week, but, uh, just to start now, just, uh, I don't know, shoot the shit a little bit with you guys. Um, uh, I'm actually recording this, uh, p- peek behind the curtain. I'm actually recording this on Sunday. Um, we, uh, we weren't able to get it in Friday night. Um, that's what she said. Never mind. And, um, and then last night I had all intentions of recording on the way to my drive down South to, uh, go watch the fight with some friends. But I had some recording issues, some technical issues there with my recording device, and that entire show that I recorded last night was lost. Um, so here I am now. But uh, as I said, I went down to watch uh, watch the UFC fight 246. Uh, I believe it was 246. Yes, uh, Conor McGregor versus uh, the Cowboy. And uh, been looking forward to this fight. Now I'm I'm new to the world of UFC. Uh, I'm a new fan as of maybe about a year ago. Um, I go down to this buddy's uh, buddy's house of mine, and and he's got the pay per views, and and uh, on Saturdays, you know, we'll just watch the regular old fight night stuff um, uh, that that aren't the pay per views. Uh, but we got a big John Jones coming up, uh, February eighth or something, eighteenth, eighth. 17th, something like that, uh, that I saw last night. But anyway, anyway, um, went down to the watch the fights and it was a real good time. I love these guys. They're good. They're good people. Uh, a couple, a friend of friends of mine who are a couple engaged actually. And, uh, some of their friends, um, real good folks, real good time. Um, in the, in before the main event had started, uh, Macy Barber fought. And now I'm not real familiar with a whole lot of, of people in the UFC, especially the, the ladies, but I, I am aware of Macy Barber and I was very excited to see her fight. And man, she, uh, she had a rough one. I mean, uh, she took a beating there. Um, she, she got her, the side of her head cut open. And I mean, at one point she was just, I mean, literally pouring blood out of her head onto the other girl and onto the mat. Uh, it was just brutal. It was so brutal. And, um, and, and Macy's got, she got some big thighs and I don't mean that in any kind of sexual or rude way, obviously, uh, UFC, I mean, like girl can kick. And, and, and all, we were talking about this last night, man. I would be scared shitless to date a UFC fighter. 
I mean, I don't know. Uh, some of these girls, uh, some of these girls are rough looking. All right. I'm just going to be honest here. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not, and I'm not singling anyone specifically out. I'm just saying we are all aware that some of these girls who fight in the UFC, they're rough looking. Um, but there are, there are a couple, three or four who are pretty good looking broads when they're cleaned up outside of the ring, you know? And, uh, Macy Barber is one of those gals. Uh, I think she's a pretty young lady. Um, but I would be, so we'll just stick with Macy. I would be terrified to date her. Um, it just, I mean, watching what these, what these women do in the octagon is unbelievable. I can't do that shit. I've been in like, Two fights in my life, I got my ass kicked both times. Maybe three fights and I got my ass kicked both, or all three times. Um, there's one time I can recall, uh, I used, I was raised in Texas for the first part of my life. Born in Ohio, raised in North Houston for the first little bit of my life. And I remember, uh, there was a kid, uh, a bully, uh, and he was the bully. And we're talking, I don't know, we're talking about, Probably second, third grade, stuff like that, you know. And, um, and, and his name was Bradley Leach. Bradley Leach. And, uh, we called him the Leach Ness Monster because he was a bully. And, you know, so we did. Um, but he would, he would pick on me quite a bit as well as others. But I remember the last day of school, um, right before, you know, in the summer that we were moving back from Texas up here to Ohio. Um, I remember he was picking on some other kid. It was after school and I, I lived like right by the school. My backyard was pretty much the schoolyard. So I'm in the subdivision and I'm starting to walk out of the building and across the, the play area and all of that to, to, uh, to go home to my house. And I see Bradley picking on a kid and I'm just thinking, man, like I'm gone and I'm out of this, but dude, this poor kid and other kids were going to have to deal with this. So I, I went up to him and I grabbed him by the arm and I spun him around and I let him go. And he hit his back on a tree and slid down the tree, started crying and ran home to mommy. And that was the last time I ever saw Bradley Leach. Um, Bradley, if for some amazing miracle you happen to hear this or someone knows you, again, this was down in North Houston. This was at Millsap Elementary. Um, they're, they're near Huffmeister. Um, if you happen to hear this, one, I understand that we're adults now and I hold no ill will toward you whatsoever, but taking us back to when we were kids, Dude, you totally fucking deserve that shit. And I'm glad I fucking gave it to you. Dude, that was a great feeling. That's still one of the great feelings of my life where I stood up to the fucking bully. Dude, that was great. Um, but also, I hope, I hope you're not a bully anymore. I hope you're not a fucking asshole as an adult, um, like you were as a child. So yeah, uh, I don't know what got me into that. I'm not quite sure. Uh, some, it's all of the fights, the fights. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, I would be scared shitless to date a, uh, a, a UFC female fighter that, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, talk about walking on eggshells, man. I would not want to fucking piss her off at all. Um, yeah, I, I, you guys know what I'm talking about, so I'm not going to keep rambling on about that, but, uh, then we get to the main event and there were, there were five matches total, um, 
And I mean, I'm old, dude. I'm old as fuck. I don't want to sit there till fucking one o'clock in the morning and wait for this damn fight. I, I, I understand why they, they fight so late. They start so late, but I don't fucking care. It's not my fault that I'm on the East Coast and I'm not living in the fucking past. I shouldn't be penalized for that. Okay. But regardless, the, the main event starts at 10 o'clock. I'm already about to pass the fuck out. Um, so the, the, the fights are starting and I'm thinking to myself, I hope every one of these, uh, the, these prelim fights are, are fucking like done in the first fucking round. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm talking, I hope submission. I don't give a shit. And I'm not a submission old kind of guy. I hate it when they hug, hug and roll around on the floor and shit. That to me is that that's just the most boring fucking shit in the world. I want to stand toe to toe, motherfucking scrap with your hands and feet, your fucking body. Fuck shit up, man. But don't roll around and hug on the floor. That shit's so damn boring but I didn't care I just wanted submission hold knockout any fucking thing that would end them and thank fuck I'm pretty sure only one of the matches even went all all three rounds and that was uh Holly Holmes and she lost uh, but and sorry if I'm spoiling this for anybody but I mean you know whatever um and I'm probably just rambling on to myself well I mean I am rambling on to myself no one else is here so but I mean, I don't know if anyone gives a shit, but either way, I'm telling you why, because I'm host this week by myself. So woot woot bitches get the fuck over it. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So then we get to the main, main event, which is, you know, Connor McGregor, who's motherfucking built, dude, dude got big, man. Motherfucking dude looking jacked as fuck. Now I love McGregor. I, I was a real big fan of his. Uh, before the whole Mayweather fucking scam and, and then especially him hitting that old man in the bar and shit. I don't give a fuck who provokes what or like my buddies were saying last night, you know, it, it ain't Ireland if you ain't getting drunk and hitting an old man in a bar. It ain't no big deal there. Dude, to me, it is a big deal. You're a, you're a young guy. One, you're a young guy and, and, and you hit an old man, you're a fucking asshole. But you're like, you're Conor McGregor. You're a multi-fucking belt champion, a UFC fighter, and you're gonna motherfucking hit an old man and shit. Dude, that's just a, that's just a pussy bitch move in my book. I just, I think that's a real shit fucking asshole move. But that, that, wasn't making me root against Connor. I wasn't rooting for or against anyone. Now, let me switch over to Cowboy here. Um, when I, when Cowboy came back, I, you know, had never heard of him before because I just recently, you know, last year been starting to get into UFC. So my buddy's educating me on some stuff as we go. But I was like, you know, big fan of the Cowboy watching him come back and, and all this. And he had a rough, he, he had a rough last match before, this one with Connor, but I was like, man, maybe he'll just be a motherfucking bulldog now, you know what I'm saying, and he's just gonna come out and just fucking, you know, ain't no way this Irishman is gonna fuck him up, you know what I'm saying, maybe that's gonna happen, well, they came out fast, and they came out hard, and it was over within 40 seconds, yeah, yeah, I drove an hour and 10 minute one way to watch to watch a fucking fight that lasted 40 seconds. I got home about two in the morning and then had a fucking mandatory work meeting, uh, this morning, Sunday morning at nine 30. I was dragging ass guys. 
It was so shitty. Um, but, you know, regardless, I mean, hey, dude, Connor fucked him up. Is I mean, they, they both came out and, you know, uh, trying to go at it, but they got kind of tied up. I don't know you could, what tied up or whatever it is, but their bodies are right up against each other. Connor just used his shoulder and fucking drilled Cowboy like three times in the nose. Last time, it had to have broke his nose. At the very least, blood gushing out. But I'd say he broke it because, man, he had at least one motherfucking black eye after the fight uh, Cowboy did. But after that, then, you know, Connor landed a fucking kick to Cowboy's face, and you could tell it was done. It was just over, man. He went he went into the fence and dropped down. He was defending a little bit. Just he could keep his hands up over his face, but Connor was just pounding on him, and they had to call it. Um, they had to. Um, and, oh, man, it just... Again, I drove an hour and 10 minute one way to watch a 40 second fucking fight. But that's okay, because it's the company. You know what I'm saying? It's the company, guys. And I had great, great company. So that's all that really matters. And uh, now, uh, now I don't know. Is there anything else I can ramble on about? Let's see. Hmm. Well, there is that. I, I, all right, like. Like so many other people, if not everyone, I get songs stuck in my head. Shit sucks. For two weeks, I've had the same song stuck in my fucking head. Okay? Uh, not Lionel Richie version. It is the Faith No More... Uh, excuse me. It is the Faith No More version. Because I'm easy. Ooh. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and uh, that is how I sing when I'm goofing off. Uh, yeah. No, I just, yes, okay, I will admit what just happened there, that slight pause. That was me for a split second considering redoing the singing bit that I just did. And then editing out the, the shitty first one that I did, even though I really, you know, that is how I sing when I fuck around. But then I was like, nah, fuck it, I'll let it roll. I don't care, man. That's what we're all here for. We're all here to dick off and have fun. Am I right or, or am I right? Um, but yeah, I've had that song stuck in my head and, uh, uh, Take It Easy by the Eagles, Don't Stop Believing, uh, by Journey has been stuck in my fucking head. Um, New York Minute, I had that stuck in my head at work all day the other day. Oh, man. I, and I was trying to remember some yacht rock, examples of yacht rock bands and laughing, thinking about Makuga and all that and whatnot. Um, but it's just good shit, good shit. But, uh, but yeah, well, let me go ahead and I've got a couple things here on SEN Live uh, that, that I'll talk about. Um, and, and it'll just be real quick, but uh, there, it, all right, this has to be a bit, guys, right? Let me know. Please tweet at me, jwade1134 uh, on the Twitter. Tweet at me. Let me know. Leave voicemail here. Let me know uh, on Anchor, you know, leave a message, whatever. Um, it had to be a bit, Roxy telling RB3. That she, you know, like, like, okay, there's no way she doesn't understand what RB3 means when he says the rise of Skywalker just made shit up. 
Like, I, I'm kind of with RB3. I'm in the position where I get tongue-tied trying to explain it, but it shouldn't be explained. It should just be understood what is meant by that. And, and it's not just about Star Wars. It could be about any fucking saga or trilogy or whatever. But the bottom line is... This is supposed to be the end of a saga, not just a trilogy, the end of a saga. Episode 9 of 9 episodes, okay? So yes, of course, this should round out the entire saga. It should tie up any and all loose ends, and there should be no new questions. Hell fucking no, that's not what we got. I'm, I'm so fucking confused about a bunch of shit, it's just, it's unbelievable, um, but she has to know, right, got Roxy, come on, please tell me you know what he means, and that's just a bit. I, I really like you, girl, but, uh, holy shit, fuck, man. <laughs> um, but there was that little thing, and then Ben, okay, now, Ben Goddard, uh, and I, um, we got into a little exchange on Twitter, and, and it, that was brought up uh, via a Streamlab that I brought up last week or two weeks ago, rather, um, on SCN Live about uh, The Last Jedi being a good movie and Ben saying that, that basic well, it isn't basically. He said that critical acclaim it, it, it makes movies good, and, and to which my initial thought was, well, shit. I wish that the critics would have made Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones funny because I thought it was fucking brilliant, but evidently it's not. It's dog shit, but whatever. Uh, we're not going to rehash that. Um, I don't have any issues with Ben. Any issues with Ben. Um, he's growing on me, much like Roxy did, but it's definitely taking a lot longer for uh, for Ben to grow on me. Um but this week, he had an outburst that got him a hell of a lot closer to winning me over. I absolutely loved it. Ben, if you're listening to this, I loved it, dude. It was solid gold. Uh, they're picking on Ben, and he just yells. He goes off, and, and here's the quote, guys. People got to earn giving me shit on this fucking show. You got to write me a fucking check or be here more than once a week. Brilliant. Um, it, in it's great. And I hope, I mean, obviously, uh, I wouldn't like to see that like a regular thing from Ben, those kind of outbursts, but it is funny when he, when he did that. And it would be nice to see again in the future after all of this stuff boils up and builds up into, into a, a, a place inside him that he can no longer contain it and just lets it all out. That would be great. Uh, but, uh, like I said, uh, the other notes we had, which, uh, I'm going to get to a couple for Josh. I still got a couple notes for Josh from two weeks ago that I am not going to let go. Next time he's on, I want to ask him about these things, uh, not only for my knowledge, but for you guys too. I think it would be good. But, uh, for now, we're going to take a short po promo break to listen to some other podcasts from the Mark with a Movie blog, uh, uh, feed. Uh, here we go, guys. Check them out. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. 
We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. And we're back, everybody. Yes, and I do want to say that um, if you guys have not listened to uh, Sarah and I's show, Go Get That Rose, it is a Bachelor review and recap show. For real. I, I uh, Trust me, I understand. I was in that boat of, like, Bachelor. I never would have gave it the time of fucking day, okay? But she and I started this show because of Christian talking about The Bachelor on Collider Live. Uh, and we were all doing the Collider Live after show. Um, and, and, and we just, I was like, screw it, you know, let's, we can have a little spinoff show here. It seems fun. I watched a little bit of an episode and it was kind of crazy. Uh, so we started the show, Go Get That Rose. It's a hell of a lot of fun, guys. And you don't even, you don't need to watch Bachelor to listen to this show because we, we go through and we recap it. But trust me, we, we just, we shit talk. Um, we shit talk. And, and because that's what the fuck this show deserves. You know what I mean? Um, it is just such a damn train wreck. It's so damn insane. Um, and, and yeah, champagne exploded all over old girl's face. All over her face. It was great. So funny. Um, uh, I dubbed it, uh, a champagne Um, but be sure to check it out. Uh, at least check out this, uh, most recent episode. Uh, the title of it be, it's episode number 25 of Go Get That Rose, uh, week three of Peter's season. Sweet puppy dog Pete. Um, but go back and listen to this most recent episode. It's, it's titled by Hannah B. Hello Trainwreck. Um, it's fun, and we have a whole hell of a lot of fun doing that show. And we're gonna have a we're gonna have a guest on here pretty soon in the next month. Uh, he was on with us last year, um, and it's gonna be some good times. So listen to those shows uh, and talk and schmodown. Also, Josh Merck Rayner does that show, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and, and get into a little bit of schmodown stuff here because we did have the awards and the draft last week. Um, it took a long time to get them put up on YouTube, but I ain't hating and I ain't sweating it. I don't care. I enjoyed watching them. I don't care when, as long as I got to watch them before I recorded this, uh, which I did. So, uh, the awards talk uh, again, I'm not going to get too in depth here. Just going to go, go down, uh, through some notes that I made. Uh, want to save the big in depth talk for when we have Josh the Merc Rainer on next week. 
And uh, hopefully uh, we will be able to have Caleb Coho on for Multiplex also. Um, get those guys talking uh, some 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 little more detailed maybe and a little more knowledgeable than Kalen and I tend to be. But Kalen and I, we're getting up there, especially Kalen. Kalen is leaps and bounds ahead of me as far as knowledge and whatnot, is, is who's in it and what's going on and stuff. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there, um, especially with this new season and the draft and everything. Uh, it's going to be cool. But uh, first were the awards. And from the awards, uh, the, the only thing I really have to talk about here is that it was announced Clark Wolf is the new commissioner. And I could not be more excited, more happy, more pleased. Um, she, I, she deserves it. I think it is a great fit. Uh, and I cannot wait to see what happens, what unfolds, and uh, some of the moves and decisions that she makes. Um, It'll be really cool, and I just, I love Clark Wolf. I've been a big fan of hers for probably four years or so now, um, quite a while, uh, and I just, I, I love everything she does. She, she's got great opinions. She's, she's intelligent. She's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, um, and, and she's funny. Uh, I love her humor as well, and it'll be nice. I, I wonder if this means that she will not call matches, though. Uh, I don't know exactly what they consider conflicts of interest, but um, it, it would be a shame not to have her calling any matches this season. But as commissioner, if that's the case, then whatever, so be it. It's going to be a fun ride with Clark Wolf as commissioner. So we're all definitely going to have to uh, keep an eye out and and see what happens there. Should be some good stuff. I'm I'm kind of thinking that. She and Robert Meyer Burnett are going to have some issues this season. I think he's going to try and push her buttons and try and try and uh, uh, pull pull some shit over on her. And, and classy Clark Wolf, she may not be classy a couple times in some uh, in some behind the scenes footage. I think I think she's going to lose her cool with Robert Meyer Burnett this season big time. That's just a just a gut feeling and a prediction I've got, but um. As the uh, as the draft was going on, um, okay, uh, the, there was the the spoiler twi- Twitter feeds, and that's all fine. But I was avoiding Twitter, and most everyone here at Merck with the movie blog, they didn't care about spoilers. Uh, they wanted to know in real time and keep up with it. So I I'm not sure, but I think they moved and made a a new private room that did not include me. Well, actually, I know they did because this is a, I know they did because this is a part of what I'm getting into here. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, Josh, he, he spoiled one of the biggest things. Okay. The week before the draft on the episode, Kaylin and I were talking about, uh, you know, potential drafts and, and all this stuff and, and who's in the draft. And I had said that I really miss JTE and I want him back. Like, it would be really cool if he came back. So, uh, Josh and I are talking in our private, you know, uh, private DM or whatever, uh, 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 inbox, whatever the fuck you call it on Discord there. And, uh, we're just shooting the shit a little bit. And then all of a sudden he's like, he's like, you know, spoils that Roxy drafted JTE. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, you're kidding, right? Like, I, I literally, I'm like, you're kidding, right? Like, you're just fucking with me? No. 
No, because then he told me that he thought he was in the other room, which would be the room that they made without me, so I wouldn't get spoiled. But Josh, uh, Josh the Merc Rainer, fucking spoiled. Uh, the, the biggest fucking thing I was hoping for, the biggest fucking thing I was hoping for was JT's return. I didn't even know he was eligible in the fucking draft. I mean, I did, that's how much of a surprise it would have been for me. I did not even know he was in the fucking draft. Now imagine if I would have heard that shit live. Or not live live, but you know, whenever I watched the fucking, the, the, the video of it, the upload on YouTube, right? Imagine how fucking amazing that would have been for me, how excited I could have gotten, and then he fucking, Josh the Merc Rainer, spoiled the biggest fucking thing I was hoping for in the entire fucking Schmodown draft. So, I mean, I'm, you know I'm not mad at you, Josh, but, but damn it, dude, come on, man. <laughs> It throws me back to when David B. spoiled the fucking Kalinowski match, uh, Kalinowski-Cushing match on fucking Twitter. Yeah, David B. did that shit. Okay, if you've not heard this one, I'll go ahead and tell you real quick. So it's it's the, the Kalinowski-Rachel Cushing match. Uh, Kalinowski beat Cushing. And what the fuck happens? David B. fucking, well, maybe it wasn't Kalinowski Cushing. It was one, it was maybe Kalinowski Smets. Damn it. I, I, I'm, I'm so fucking flustered now. Damn it, David B. You, 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 you fucking spoiler you. Uh, but he spoiled the, the, the Kalinowski match on Twitter, right? And so I reply to him and, and I happen to see it like literally 20 seconds after he had tweeted this spoiler. And by the time I could reply to him, dude, spoilers, he had already taken it down. 20 seconds, man. 20 fucking seconds. That's all it took to spoil it for me. So David B and Josh, you spoiling sons of bitches. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm not mad, but damn it, I I I, I had to call you out. Uh, but then then we had the actual draft, and uh, the highlights that I have from this are uh, that, that Shannon broke up the Bushwhackers, aka the Wildberries. Um, that's sad. It really is. That that really is sad. To be honest, it'll be great to see a match with uh, with uh, Makuga and and Elliot, but. I don't, I don't know. It just, it, it really is going to suck. Um, and another, another team that was broken up, the Looney Bin, which I was a very late fan of. And I'm going to say it again. And I am still not happy with the decision of, of Video Drew's challenge in the tournament match that knocked them out of the tournament. I believe it was Shazam they were playing. Um, it, it just, it, Regardless of who they were playing, I do not agree with the decision on that challenge. It was bullshit. It was wrong. Uh, there, there are either rules or there aren't rules. And, and you're either going to follow them or you're not. And if you're not, then you shouldn't even have rules. But anyway, um, then a, another thing that, that was funny was, um, Winston and Jay. Holy shit, man. Um, it, well, I, I think it's funny. Okay. Jay made the announcement on SEN Live, okay, that he wasn't going to be managing a team, but also then announced that he's going to be advising uh, Winston 
and the swaggy, the swag squad, swaggy squad, swaggy blurg, uh, blurg. <laughs> Listen to me, man. <coughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe that's the issue. Um, but okay. So, so Jay also then announced that he's going to be advising Winston's swag squad. Winston seemed like he didn't know that was the case. Okay. But when they're up there, one, they're so funny together. It's great. I don't know how much of that was a bit. Apparently, not much of it, if any of it, was a bit. Uh, according to them on SEN Live, Winston really did piss off Jay. But it's just, I, I did find it funny because it, it came off during the draft, the first couple picks, like, I okay, who is in charge of Swag Squad? Like, is, is Jay managing a team or not? Because it seemed like he was trying to be the manager up there. And it was just killing me. Their dynamic together is amazing. And I cannot wait for that. Um, Roca blew up on Dagnino and, oh, boss, Bateman. Um, because he was picked in the fourth round. Come on, Roca. I mean, I understand, like... Uh, you know, as far as the character goes, yeah, that's cool. But word is you were actually legit upset about that. Come on, man. You knew that you were going to be with the Finstock Exchange. You knew it. You know, just simmer down, buddy. You guys got a solid squad, man. Y'all are looking real fucking nice this season. It's okay, Roca. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. I mean, granted... I wouldn't have taken you in the fourth round either, but you've got to consider the way things are lined up. And, and also like Christian said, you know, Dagnino could have, could have announced in the first round, these are my, you know, my first four round picks and, and all that. But I mean, either way, come on, man. You all knew you were going to be on the same team together. Let's be team players. You know, let, let your, let, let the ego and, and the, uh, the, the, uh, the greatness and the legacy of the of the character that that he's that you've built so far. Let that go, dude. You're all on the same team. You knew it was going to happen that way. Um, and then the last thing I want to touch on from uh, Schmodown talk in the drafts was Kate Mulligan's character is fucking fantastic. Kate, do not change that accent. It is so good. Um, it's so good. It's so so good. Is it annoying a little bit? Honestly, yes. But once you realize how good it is and what you're doing, Kate, once we, you know, once, once we the fans who, who don't get it yet, get it. Dude, yes, Kate, please do not lose that accent. It's so great. Your character, uh, in the Schmodown is just so great. Um, and, and you look great too. I mean, you, you did look a little drunk, but you look great. It was nice. Uh, glad to see you in the Schmodown for sure. Um, and, and, and I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm just going to end it there for this week, guys. Cause I mean, I could ramble on about whatever the fuck and that's all it would be is rambling. Uh, but like I said, we're going to talk about, uh, this stuff and a little bit more next week, uh, more in depth with more folks here. Um, I hope you guys had a good time. I had a good time with y'all. So, uh, I'll just say right now that, that, uh, we love doing these shows. 
I love doing these shows. I know Kalen does. Uh, Josh loves the shows he he's doing. Mike, Sarah, and Sean just started their new show, Beyond the Screen. Uh, this weekend had their premiere episode of that, which should be up very soon. So be sure and go check that out and support them too. I can't say that enough. Those three have something absolutely, absolutely amazing and, and wonderful together. Uh, just great chemistry. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do on their own, not being an after show for anything. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, so be sure and check that out. Also, go get that rose. Uh, Sarah also hosts that. I am her co-host on that, or co-pilot, pilot and co-pilot, as we say on this season of Sweet Puppy Dog Pete's Bachelor, uh, Bachelor Show. And uh, thanks for joining us here. Um, it's like I said, I will, I can, and I just started to ramble, and I can do it forever. So. You can find uh, this show and the others that I've mentioned and that you heard in the promo break and more coming up soon, too, on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on all of your podcasting platforms. Um, Anchor is the best way to go. Uh, we suggest you just go there and uh, you can find uh, find it there, uh, all the shows. Listen to them. I'm rambling again. Uh, also, you can follow uh, you can follow Merc with the Movie blog on Twitter at MovieBlogMerc. Uh, check out the website where there are articles and other things, uh, markwithamovieblog.com. If you would like, you may follow me, please do, at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E-1-1-3-4. That is it for this week of SEN Afterlife. Guys, thank you all very fucking much. Have a great, safe week, and we will talk to you then. Peace. Cause of me. I'm fucking easy like Sunday morning Yeah, yeah, yeah